Welcome to TTP Turnbuckle Talk Podcast. You're listening to Keeman Cooper and John Dugan. This podcast is sponsored by Dirty Blondes. Dirty Blondes is a bar located in the heart of Blackpool, famous for their banging tunes, cocktails and 18-inch pizzas. The only place to get a pizza as big as your table across the Foud Coast. If you're ever in Blackpool, check them out. They're on Facebook and on Instagram. That's Dirty Blondes. Blackpool. Let's talk wrestling. Hello, Hello. welcome to TTP Turnbuckle Talk podcast. I'm Keenan Cooper and I'm joined by my co-host, the Scottish stud, John Dugan. <laughs> Hello, John. Hello. Hello, how um, are you doing? Today we have a special guest. We have the badass of uh, British wrestling, Leia Elise. Hi, guys. Nice to be here. Hello. How are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you guys doing? Surviving, I guess, yes. in this pandemic. Yeah, same poo, different day. Don't know if it's <laughs> <laughs> um, So, do you want to give a little introduction to who you are and what you do? Uh, so, yeah, my name's Leia Elise. Uh, my actual name is Leia, uh, Elise Leia Innes. That's my name, but they've just, like, switched around because I'd say Leia Elise is, like, the other side of me, so the badass and that. Like, I come kind I can uh, come across, like, innocent to some people and, like, girly, but it's like, no, I'm, I'm none of those things. So when I'm Leia Elise, I like to be the badass. I like to be dominant. And when she gets in the ring, she's, like, she's the boss. She knows she's the boss and she doesn't care who she's against. She just wants to win. So, yeah. And you are pretty fierce in the ring, I must say. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. <laughs> I uh, I don't care who I'm against. I will beat you up. <laughs> just so I get <laughs> So, yeah. Um, just on your name as well, are you a car fanatic? No, I always get this because my name's Elise. It's nothing to do with the car. Uh, my mum loved loved this film called Somewhere in Time and the main character is called Elise and yeah she just liked the name but Leia does come from Star Wars because my dad loves Star Wars and he's Mm. a Star Wars I Elise is a a Lotus car which is obviously um, UK and in Norwich I believe yeah, no, I do get that a lot. People think, well, you like Lotus Elise. I'm like, no, it's nothing to do with that. But I do have a Lotus Elise toy from when I was younger because so many oh, people okay. just saying it. So I do have one, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not an actual Lotus Elise. That would be really nice. <laughs> and um, so let's talk, um, for, let's go from the beginning. So your parents, are they are wrestlers. Yes, yeah, yeah. My dad, um, he's who was known as Canary Kids. He's also now he's known as Hot Stuff. He um, started with WAW like well before they started. So um, if you see on the demand, um, the WAW demand, he's on there as Canary Kids when they you know had their first show in 1994. Uh, and then yeah, he met my mum on a holiday camp because she worked there. And then she started coming into the wrestling. Like, she didn't do wrestling. She was just his manager. She was called Crystal Clear. Uh, but she has done a couple of matches. She's done a tag and then she's done um, a women's rumble at Bellatrix, which I was in as Luminous, which we don't talk about her because that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's when I first started. Um, so, yeah. And then, yeah, then I wanted to join because I was always hooked up with it when I was younger. I always loved watching my dad when I was younger and beating him up on the sofa. And then one day I was like uh, 13 and I was like, Dad, I want to do wrestling. And then, yeah, he let that go on then. 
but they didn't think I would start. They didn't think I'd do it. They thought I'd take a back bump, realise how hard the ring is and be like, nope, but I was hooked. I was hooked ever since. Did you know the sort of how wrestling works at the time? Or was it? Did, they Did, explain I to you? Did you know how uh, wrestling worked at the time? Ah. Um, Did they explain that to you? Or? Not so much. No, when I was younger, I was um, really upset. Like, I was obsessed with my dad wrestling. Like, I thought he was amazing. I would, at school, I'd bring in videos of him wrestling and hold a poster. I'd be like, this is my dad. And I'd think he was just amazing. <laughs> like, I was so proud. And, like, you know, I felt like he was a celebrity around Norwich and stuff and to tell people he was a wrestler. But, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really understand the whole, like, kayfabe thing and all stuff like that. Like, to me, it was just... I just enjoyed it, like obviously booing the villains, cheering for the faces and all that stuff. So yeah, like I would cry if my dad got hurt when I was younger because I did thought it was like, I was like, no, dad, what are you doing? And stuff like that. But yeah, I don't think it really, I didn't really see what wrestling was until I actually started. So you're a second generation wrestler. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, not many, not many now. About, mm. but yeah, it is it's really cool. How how hard was it when you started? Did you did you take to it pretty well, or was it hard going to, to um, get into I that? had I had really good trainers when I started. I had uh, Zach and um, Ricky and Julia, um, Tony as well, and yeah, no, I had really good um, coaches. Like they still obviously coach me now, um, mm. but yeah, it was it was strict when I started, which I preferred because then I knew like like yeah how strict wrestling was like you just watch it and you think oh I could do that and stuff and then you get in and mm. then you realize like you know it, it's a lot harder than what it looks and the ring is not it's not a bouncy like trampoline like some people think <laughs> yeah because mm -hmm. so, you yeah. debuted in 2012 I believe uh yeah I think it was 2012 I think that well yeah. I started 2012 but I don't think I actually done my first match 2013 okay roughly. Because um, you, yeah. uh, you were with the Academy for a long time, weren't you? Yeah, the WWYC until I was 16, and then, yeah, the Academy as well. Um, until not long after I turned 16, I then joined, like, the main roster for Bellatrix, but still in the WW Academy. Yeah. And you was a, a champion, I believe, in the Academy? Yes, um, I was the second uh, Bellatrix Academy champion. Nice. So that was, that I bet that felt pretty good. That did, yeah. Um, when they, because they didn't have the belt, they only had the British and then European and then the world. And I was saying to Rick, like, um, because the boys had the WW Academy and then they had the tag as well, and then they had the under twenty three, so they had like more belts. And um, and I was just saying to Rick, like, us girls don't seem like we have as much of a goal. First, it's like a big step from starting to like British champion. It's like a massive step. Right. Um, so I said it'd be nice if we just had an academy, like even if it wasn't belt, just a trophy or something. But then Rick was like, yeah, actually we should. He was thinking of doing that as well. Um, and then it was me and Karama that had the first, uh, what was it, three rounds, three five-minute rounds uh, for the academy championship. But yeah, she she won it in the third, third round, which I was so close. But then I took it off her, which was pretty cool. <laughs> With WAW, they seem to be quite ahead of their time when it comes to women wrestling. Did you feel that being in that environment that what you might see on TV isn't what you were doing? Is, is more like proper wrestling? Yeah, like um, 
with WW, like they will train you the same men, women, they don't, you know, they will train you as a wrestler. You know, we don't go in this like with um like with WWE and that they have intergender matches, but they won't let the man and the woman wrestle. Mm. Where we like WW is like, well, you're a wrestler. Doesn't matter if you've got a pair of tits or a bollocks, you are a wrestler. So yeah. we just treat you the same. So yeah, like and I, I do love wrestling the boys. Like my favourite is because you'll always get that one boy who's like, oh, I'll take it easy on your girl. And it's like, oh, okay, then <laughs> take it easy. I'll show you easy. So yeah, um, yeah. It's just I yeah, I like how we how we have it with the girls or the women. Yeah, um, I mean the Bellatrix started in 2005 and like with women wrestling it hadn't really took off um there wasn't that that move, the movement of women wrestling didn't start till a few years later mm. so um, yeah I feel like with the women's wrestling it's really hard because um people were well, mainly men just see it as tits and ass like that's it they just yeah you know with WWE did have it they had it where women would just wrestle in mud and stuff like that mm. or they'd have a girl's cheating on someone with someone and it's just all about the sex appeal where um with Bellatrix yeah. it's not like that like you know we go in there we hit hard we hit harder than men actually <laughs> <laughs> so you know we're, we're scary we're scary we're warriors that's what we are uh how we how easy is it to come up with a character that you're going to perceive when you go into wrestling? Um, it's some people can get it just like that. Uh, it can be really hard. Uh, you can get a move set. You can get you know gear design because you just get generic gear. But to actually get a character and one that the character like the fans will you know um, endure in and you know get attached to and stuff, it can be really hard. Like I first started, so I wanted to be a face. I didn't want to like be booed at and got called names. <laughs> but, so I wanted to be a face because my dad's a face as well. And I see the pop that he gets when his entrance music goes. So I was like, oh, I want that. I want that. So I came up with Luminous, who is like, she likes neon. She was all partying and stuff like that. And um, at the time when I started, I was obsessed with Jedward. And they had a song <laughs> called Luminous. <laughs> So I named uh, myself after that, and then my entrance was Luminous. But that didn't last long because um, Julia, she just kept saying, you're a villain. She's like, you work as the villain. And also, I was, like, bigger than all the girls, like, in the YC. So I had to wrestle a six-year-old, and I wanted people to cheer me. But it's like, no, you're wrestling a six-year-old. They're going to be whether your face or not. So, um, you know, Julia was just like, you are a villain. So then that's when we went to change, and... I was stuck what to do. And then Zach was like, I want you to have Elise in it because that's a really nice name. And then Julie just said, Leia Elise. So just flip it. Hmm. And so then, that, yeah. How, how did you pick your ring gear? Because I'm not sure where, like, tartan. Have you always, well, after the neon, did you go straight to tartan or was it? Uh, with the tartan, because um, our name Innes, we are from, like, we have a Scottish background, so we do have an mm. Innes clang, which I didn't know at the time. Like, I was um, going through a stage where I was growing up and I, like, I liked all, like, the goth style and, like, the tartan and dark clothes, black, black all the time. So I was, I just liked tartan and um, I just got some tartan leggings from, like, Boohoo, put them on. And then my auntie got, because I started doing this kiss my ass gimmick with Leia Release with the attitude. So my, my aunt got a layer release top printed off with Kiss My Ass in the back, so I just wore that <laughs> with the leggings. And then that's, I thought, I like the tartan, so I'm just gonna keep it. And then, yeah. 
That looks really good, I think. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So many different tartans, colour as well. Yeah, I think it helps you stand out as well. Like as well as obviously how you could draw at wrestling, but that entrance when you're coming out, it's it really like pops. I think. <laughs> well, oh, it's funny as well because you get like these little <laughs> kids who really hate you, you know, and they they give you a lot of a lot of grief. <laughs> Yes, yes, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it when I'll just I'll just go look up to them and they're like, ooh, with their water or something. <laughs> Brilliant. But uh, uh, it's just great. Just the music plays and then like layer releases is just there. And I I'm like, yeah, I can do this. This is great. Um <laughs> tell me about how how the opportunity to go to um Perth, because you wrestled for New Horizon Pro Wrestling. Yeah, and um, indie girls as well. Like, so what it was, it was um, Julia that like helped me get that. Well, she got me that book. And um, another wrestler was meant to go, but she couldn't go instead. Um, I think I'm not 100 sure why. But then Julia, at the time, I was the British champ, so Julia was like, "Look, you're a British champ. I think it's time you get this opportunity. I'd love to take you there." And then yeah, so that was amazing. It was the best feeling ever. Like on the plane, yeah. like cause the only time I've been to a plane on the plane was to Cyprus for family holiday. It was okay. like four hours. So to go from that to then like twenty-four hours door-to-door -door journey, I was, I was, yeah, I was shattered. So yeah, that must amazing. be amazing. Like going to a completely different country because of wrestling. Yeah, mm. like going there to, like basically have a holiday, but you're doing what you love as well. Mm. It was just brilliant, and the you know the people there like um, Corinne and Nick, they were just lovely. They were so nice. They let us, like let me and Julia stay there. And all the wrestlers there I met as well. The trainees, they were lovely. You know, like talking to me like not like I was famous and that, but because I was like with Julia, they're like, oh my god, you know, you know, Soraya Knight, you know, you know, you <laughs> must be so big in Norwich. And I'm like, it's just Julia, man. I'm like, yeah, I've met since I was a baby. It's, <laughs> you know but it was just great if I could go back there I would it's amazing absolutely amazing I mm. hope to go back there again as well and obviously other places is how is the wrestling in, in Australia is it quite similar to British or is it more like what you see in America um well is it yeah. its own style yeah I would say it's more more like what you'd see for WWE and stuff because um, when we went when I went with Julia she did do a training school where she was teaching all the British stuff that, which obviously I already knew, having her as my coach. So um, it was really cool to see their like reactions to it, to Julia the training. So I was like, oh yeah, I remember my reaction to it as well. And it's like just such a different thing, British wrestling to, you yeah. know, the high flying and all stuff, and act yeah, actually wrestling. So yeah, I would say though it's not so much of a difference, but there is you can like you can tell. It was a different like genre and that there. It looks a lot tougher and like to to take. I would say, as that's what it comes across as. What like British wrestling? Yeah, uh, yeah. It is like um, you can do all high fly moves and stuff, and your body like I won't say your body will be fine. Obviously, it does hurt, but then you will do. Um, just some grappling, you know, on the mats, and your body will hurt even more, you know, and mm. you're blowing even more. Like, you'll do a running spot and you'll be blowing, but then, yeah, like you're just wrestling on the mats and you're blowing even more because you're constantly you're selling and you're thinking and you're actually working to get out of the move. So, it does take a lot to just wrestle and all doing all the flying stuff and the running the ropes and that. Have you, um, have you had any big injuries? 
Luckily, I yeah, touch wood, which there is no wood <laughs> touches, but luckily I've not. Um, the only thing I've done is I did break this little finger, if you can see. I don't really know if you can tell. But um, it was during training, so I wasn't even on a show. But we were doing flip bump. Like, we were going through all our bumps, and I had to do my flip bump, which I do struggle with. I can never seem to get the height. But Zach was, like, doing a big pep. Like, come on, you can do this, you can do this. So I thought, yeah, I can do this, I can do this. I jumped really high. I forgot to tuck, and I just landed on my head. And um, I didn't, I can't, I just remember going. And then I remember, like, getting up, and I was like, ooh. Okay, I didn't land on my back, I landed on my head, and Zach came in the ring, like, oh my god, are you fine, are you fine? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I run this. And I was like, oh, my finger! And my finger was literally <laughs> bent like that. It was oh, pointing man. right. And I was like, oh, Zach, my finger! And Zach's like, get that away from me, I can't do that. Because <laughs> Zach said he hates it, fingers and toes and that are broken. And I was just standing like, oh, my finger, someone pop it in, someone pop it in. <laughs> And then Brad Slayer came over and he just popped her back in. And then, yeah, I had to go to Aussie Hospital to check to see if I had concussion and stuff. And uh, no, I was completely fine. Neck was fine. No concussion, just my finger. And I was like, wow, I'd done a flip bump, land on my head, and my finger just disappeared. Like, I didn't get concussed or nothing. I was like, that was crazy. But yeah, that's, that's been the only serious one I've had to take time out. Like, I've done things where you just sprain your ankle or wrist and stuff, but... Not, like nothing major apart from that so not actually broken any bones yet hopefully the um <laughs> the training arena that you have is so good because i know you've just got a new building yeah it's and it, i mean it's it's it looks so good yeah i mean that that must really help oh it, it's, it's brilliant i love it like going from because i started when we had the first gym uh, so since I've started, we've moved to four gyms, um, three of them being roughly the same like area, which is funny enough, and then the one at Rose Lane. So moving from all those gyms was just weird as well and stuff. And like you can see the progression of WW from the gyms. But yeah, the one we're at now, for it to be our performance centre as well, is just amazing. And yeah, it is a dream come true because I remember them talking about it before where like Zach and Julian and Rick will say, we're going to move to a place where we can hold shows and we'll have shower rooms and a shop and stuff. And now we've finally got it. Mm. And it's just great. It looks amazing. You go in there and you just, you know, you're ready. Like you're ready to get in the ring and put on a good show. You're ready to train. It's just, it's a great yeah. feeling. Yeah. It does It does look really good. I, I watched one of your matches. Was that the last match you had? And was it October? Uh, yes. The round robin yeah. was that? Yeah, that was uh, for WW. I did have a match for uh, Classic UK, um, which was mm. the Halloween. But yeah, for WW, my last one of 2020 was October, which I was glad about. Right. I was like, oh, I love <laughs> that. So, yeah. The, the round robin was quite an interesting match. Um, what's your favourite kind of match to be in? Um, yeah, like with the round robins, I was against Kramer, who I've been wrestling. Well, she started, she was a few months before I started. So I've literally, we've both been trained together and stuff. And then I had to go against Destiny, who is obviously a veteran and stuff and been in WWE for, since the beginning. And, you know, she's bigger than, like, even though she's shorter than me, she's obviously bigger than me. So it was weird to, you know, be in a match like that. Because I rarely do have matches where I'm against like, the bigger girl or the same size girl. I'm normally against the smaller one. Um, but I don't really know. I don't think I have a favourite type of match. Like, because every single match has 
being different as well. Um, mm. Even if I wrestled the same girl like more than once, the matches will still be different. But yeah. I do, I probably do enjoy my more of my like hard hitting matches. Yeah. Do you? How do you prepare for a match? Do you sort of do a run through of what you're going to do, or do you kind of do it off the cuff and read off the audience? And um, yeah, it, it does depend who you're on with. Um, like I said, if you've wrestled the person more than once, then you can. You just be like, right, see you in there, and then you will feed off the crowd and stuff. Um, but then obviously if I'm with someone newer or I've never wrestled, then you do have to just speak about stuff. Like, you know, just, yeah, not necessarily like plan, because I hate when people say you plan it, because you don't, because anything can happen. You're mm. like, say you did plan a match and you go in there and the crowd hate it, then you're going to have to just change it, you know. You're just going to do some improv or something. So it's best not to like plan it from A to Z, because if the crowd don't like it, then you're going to panic. Like, well, I've planned it this way. So yeah, normally mm. you just yeah just see what the other person's like wrestling wise, and then you just meet them in there, and then yeah feed off the crowd. Do you ever like a favorite a favorite person to wrestle with at all, or cool. you're quite yeah. happy with? Um yeah, like with our girls at the moment, we haven't got such a right like wide variety. Uh, obviously, due to COVID, we've got girls that can't come down with us. Obviously, not now, but before. Mm. Um, so it was a time where I was wrestling quite a lot of the same girls, but I do love wrestling Kramer and I do love wrestling Vanessa. I mean, I love wrestling all the girls, but I would say the ones that push me more or I can push myself or I help them as like, I do obviously love helping all the girls as much as I can. But yeah, like I feel like I can get a really good match out of is uh, Vanessa and Kramer. Definitely, yeah. Um, do you want to tell me about the time you was in a lift? with a certain superstar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, I take it you saw the TikTok that I done. Well, you give me a follow. Um, so I'm, I'm not, my missus watches TikTok for hours and so does John. So does you know. Yeah. Um, and John my missus does as well. I'm, no, you watch as well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. What's um, wrong with TikTok? So, I went, so I went through some of your videos and yeah, um, yeah, there's, there's some funny ones in there. I, I definitely would give you, uh, do you, do you have a follow on TikTok? Yeah, you follow people. Yeah. yeah. What's your TikTok name just so people can uh, uh, follow them? Leia underscore Elise 99, all lowercases. So yeah. Okay. Drop a file. Yeah, so go on, so tell this uh, tell but, um, story then. So <laughs> it was on the way to Perth. Um, we were meant to go on, I think, the Wednesday our flight was. But then um, Raya, like, phoned Julia and said that she was down, obviously, with WWE Formula 02. Um, so, obviously, because Julia really gets to see, like, you know, her daughter and stuff. And so she was like, oh, can we go there on Tuesday, spend the night with her, and then we'll get our flight on the Wednesday? And I was like, yeah, because I was like, I haven't seen Raya in ages. And, obviously, I thought, oh, I can meet, like, some of the wrestlers. At the time, we thought we were actually going to go to the O2 Arena as well. But um, and then we got there, we liked Mount Bavaria, and because she had nothing left to do for WWE, we thought we'll just chill out, go out for food, you know, spend some time with her. And then the evening came when all the wrestlers came back. So we went downstairs to, like, we met a few people. Like, I met Charlotte Flair briefly, and um, who else? God, it was, like, so, like, I saw people as well. I saw the back of their headlights. Like, I saw Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, and I was like, oh, my God, because I really love them. <laughs> so I was like, can we go over there? But... Because, like, you know, Raya was talking to people. And I'm like, oh, damn it, I can't go over there. But, 
But um, yeah, then we went into the lift to go up back to our hotel room. And I think uh, Aiden English was in there. And then opposite me was a short, like I'm five, eight, five, nine. I think he was like five, seven. I think I'm not 100% sure. He was shorter than me. He had his hood up, hat on. And I was just looking like, why do I recognize you? Like, <laughs> who are you? And he was just talking like just generic talk and stuff. And I was like, I recognize the voice. I, I recognize something. I was like, but I can't put my finger on it. And then the doors are like, he was just standing right opposite me. And I was just standing there like, I, I don't know what to say. Like, you know. <laughs> and then obviously we all got out. And then I was, I asked her, I was like, was that AJ Styles? And she went, yeah, it was AJ Styles. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even say nothing. I freaking love AJ Styles. <laughs> like, I didn't know he was shorter than me as well. Like, it was that was more of a shock because they look so much taller on TV. Mm. Um, but then she said, yeah, and a fun fact about AJ is he is, um, he believes the world's flat. And I was just like, what? <laughs> oh, really? What? He does. <laughs> does he? What? Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay. Like, but the world's not okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. How strange. Yeah. That 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 was one thing. I was like, what? So so what did you uh, say to Charlotte Flair? Sorry. What did you say to Charlotte Flair when you met? Um, met I, was, well, I was just more nervous and starstruck of everyone. I was just like, oh my yeah. god. But like Ray was just introducing me as her cousin and that. So she's like, hey, this is my cousin Elise, and I just said, mm. hey. And that was right. That was pretty much it because she wanted to get to a um, hotel room because obviously they just done a show and stuff, so they were all tired mm. and stuff. It was pretty late as well, um, yeah. but I was really shocked because she was taller than me, and I didn't realize how tall Charlotte was. I was like, "My God, you're really tall!" <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that must have been that must have been amazing. It was. It was really cool. I was obviously hoping we would have went to like the O2 Arena and I could have met everyone or whoever was there more. But um, I know then we went and actually spent some time with Ray because then she would have been busy doing stuff. And I, it was obviously more important for her to spend time with her mum because, you know, mm -hmm. they really get to see each other. And it was just nice spending time with Ray again and, you know, going out yeah. for food with her. Yeah. Um, another question about TikTok is I've seen you have a cat. Yes. Now, Ziggy, is it? Yeah. Yes, his name's Ziggy. Is that a David Bowie reference? No, it's not. Do you know, no, everyone keeps saying Ziggy Marley, um, but yeah, a few. I think one person has said about Ziggy Stardust, but um, our, we did have an original black and white cat called Ziggy, which my dad named after Ziggy Marley because we had a black cat called Marley as well. Um, but then he passed away when he was like sixteen. I was thirteen at the time, so I like I lived with him like from my whole life, obviously. Um, so then when I saw this black and white cat, and he just reminded me of Ziggy, so I was like, well, he's Ziggy the second. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I do like Ziggy Stardust and David Bowie and I do like Ziggy Marley as well so it's all good <laughs> but he is a little he's a little shit Ziggy is <laughs> he, he destroys yeah. things he cuts me I try and play with him he gives me cuts on my arms I'm like thanks Ziggy but I wouldn't check well out. I've got um, <laughs> I've got a cat um, called Vinny oh. <laughs> named after Vince McMahon <laughs> believe it or not um, and like at first he was so cute but like the scratch i didn't know about i didn't know anything about cats um really so he scratches he climbs up everything it's just it's like having a, a child yeah does he still, yeah. <laughs> does he still bait you 
A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're little shares. Cats are. But yeah. I wouldn't have them. Like, I decorated my room and everything during the first lockdown. So, like, uh, it was meant to go download and I had some refund money for that. So, I thought I'd decorate my room, do some stuff. Then I got Ziggy for my birthday, and the first thing he does was like scratching my walls, chewing off the wallpaper. I'm like, oh my god, you bloody cat! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I just decorated this room. But, How has lockdown been for you? Because I'm, I'm assuming that you've, with wrestling and training, you're kind of doing that. That takes most of your time, and then going from that to doing practically mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. Um, the first lockdown wasn't too bad because I think cause it was more during summertime, so the weather was nice, you know, you were up for more to do things like go for a walk or sit in the back garden and stuff like that. So it wasn't too bad, but I'd say this one, because we had like that sense of normality and, you know, training again and wrestling again, to then now be in lockdown again, it's kind of, you know, it's hitting harder more, especially because it is winter as well, so the weather's mm. crap and then you just feel crap as well if the weather's crap and yeah, yeah. But it's not it's not too bad. Like I do I do my TikToks or I'll sit on TikToks for hours, you know, <laughs> um, and stuff like that. But yeah, it's yeah, it is what it is. You just gotta grin and bear it in yeah. Yeah. You mentioned before you started that you watched the World Rumble. What did you think of last year's? Oh, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um my pick to win was well, I wasn't sure who was in it yet, first of all. Um, I knew some of the names, but I wanted, when I saw who, like, the ones that were in it, I want Bianca to win it and Brickley to win it because I love them both. And mm. that, I did want Shane Blaze to win it as well. Um, so, yeah, when I saw, like, the last two was Ripley and Bianca, I was so happy. And then when Bianca won, I was like, yes! So yes. the girls won, I was really mm -hmm. happy with. I loved it. And then the men's, like, because I stayed up with, watching it with my dad as well, which was really nice. Um, and, yeah. So, watching his reaction when Edge won as well, it was just great. Because, obviously, yeah. he's watched Edge and Christian and stuff like that from when he was younger as well. So, that was really cool. So, I was really happy with it. But, so which, which I like us... that Kevin Owens didn't win, because I love Kevin Owens. I like Kevin oh, Owens Kevin as well. Kevin Owens will be. Roman Reigns. <laughs> no. But I love Kevin yeah. Owens. <laughs> uh, which wrestlers did you like growing up? Um, when I was growing up, I for some reason I was really obsessed with Sting and Kane, so I think it might be like the face paint or something. Like, I was just obsessed with them. But I loved and the Kurt Angle as well, I love him, like, he just makes me laugh and that. And I just think he's great. Um, and Stone Cold as well, like, I just loved because, like, he is such a badass and stuff. Like, Stone mm. Cold is just great, so yeah, I'd say they were my, my top for him. There's just so many good wrestlers, like, you know, back when, weren't they? Mm. Yeah. Like, I've seen some of the older, like, WWE stuff, or when it was WWF at the time, mm. and, like, the crowd react, like, don't ask me who I watched and stuff, because I can't remember, like, results and everything. But um, just watching back then, like, the Attitude Era, and, like, the crowd's reaction, because, you know, that was before Kayfabe was dead, and it was just great. And the buzz you get, it's just amazing. So... I kind of wish wrestling was like that now where the crowd were. Like, we're lucky with our fans because they do really get into it. Mm. But you still just don't get the same reaction as what you did back then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think with, with wrestling now, especially like wrestling that's on TV, like, you know, uh, WWE, it's very much aimed at like families. So mm. they want something for the dad, they want something for the daughter, they want something for the mum. 
Um, but watching AEW on demand, it does remind me of like that kind of attitude era because uh, the crowd, like I said, the crowd gets so into it. And um, <laughs> yeah, you are quite a badass. I was watching one where you had a weapon and you were, uh, you yeah. were hitting, yeah, it was pretty <laughs> ferocious. That, that was, a, I didn't even know, I, was meant, I knew I was meant to brawl with Vanessa, but um, the guys took me back too soon. So I was like, you know, but Julia was like, get back out there, I want it for longer. Went back out there, tried to brawl for her more. They brought me back and then I'm like, kept trying to fight with it and then Julia's like right I've got a weapon for you and I'm like what? <laughs> she went right there and she just gave it to me and I was like alright then and I was just hit Vanessa I went I'm sorry Julia meant to that <laughs> and Vanessa's like what the heck so yeah she was fine with the afters but I was just like I'm sorry okay <laughs> can't say no to the boss when she's holding this like go now <laughs> what, what is what it was like it? was it a so stick or something it was uh, a mop Handle. Oh, okay. Yeah, they brought. They had a mop head, but they forgot to get the handle. They went to buy the handle, and then I used it and broke it straight away. So I "I can't help it. Julia gave it to me. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, go on, John. Uh, What is it like using a weapon? Because it, for me, I'd be so scared of going too far with it. So not that worry that you're going to be too aggressive with it. Um, Because it's just part of the course. Yeah, like, I've not really used, like, I, I think I've used a kendo stick once. No, actually, I don't even think I've used a kendo stick. No, I don't know. So I haven't even used a kendo stick. <laughs> I've seen, I've just seen people use them. But, um, yeah, like, that was the first time I've actually used a weapon. So I was a bit worried, like, where to hit her and how hard and stuff. But I kind of just thought of it, like, when you give a forearm to the back, you just hit, like, the... the um, was where the shoulders are because then yeah you mm. just get more sound and stuff so I kind of aimed for there and then when it bent a bit I kind of turned it so it was flat and stuff but it is a bit of a worry like where to hit and how hard because you never really know how hard you're hitting them really mm. <laughs> so yeah just going back to the on-demand service as well um so me and John have both got it and I absolutely love it like it's six pound which is amazing price what you get there's so much content and there's content from like you said from the beginning of WAW and then there's interviews with like Billy Gunn Um, there's some surprise um, wrestlers that turn up Mm. Um, and it's just it's such a good uh, package to get yeah no totally agree it is I love watching like the old wrestling as well like, I didn't realize um how far back they had until I was looking at it one day so I was watching it with my dad like the old stuff he'd done and um mm. it was so good to like see it back then and how much like WWE has grown as well and it's just yeah. great but there's one bit where um I can't remember what show it was I think it's like 2000 or something where it's my dad and Roy where my dad came back and like saved Roy or something from a tag and at the end um RKJ is like a baby, so then Roy gets handed him, and then my dad picks me up as well, so you see me as a baby in a dress and stuff, so I was like, oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah, and um, and I think like the 2006 at the talk, I think there's another one, you see me younger walking to the ring, like when my mum's there, my dress and dad, I run over to her and she tells me to go away. <laughs> so I'm like, my little curly hair and a dummy. So yeah, like, but the demand itself is just great, like, 
all the content we've got on there, all the shows, the hours, it's just, it is worth the £6 a month. And obviously they're going to be adding more as well when we can. Yeah. Yeah, I know that um, Mark are like editing staff and that, the Henslins, they're working really hard to try and get as much as they can done and to get it out on demand. It's so well put together as well, mm. with like the graphics and the intro. Yeah. Um, it's, John said it uh, to Zach, it's surprising how good it is. It is. <laughs> you know, for, like, for um, £6, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, Sorry, well, with the graphics, um, Jacob, who is one of our YC, like I think he's like 12, 13, I'm not I'm sure, but um, he, he does all the graphics. Well, he's just started doing them now because... He's amazing at wrestling, he is, but he likes to learn all the technology side of it as well, um, you know, and he's really good at doing it, he is. So, so some of the graphics you've been seeing on the newer ones, he's been doing it, like the Trons and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's nice that we've got, like, what our wrestlers helping in. And, like, because um, I saw Zach's interview and he was saying about, like, uh, as a family, because it is, it is, like, a, just a big family. Yeah. How did... Um growing up getting into wrestling how did your friends kind of uh did your friends take it serious because wrestling has become sort of more acceptable now but i suppose when you first started training i bet your friends are like what yeah. loser she's started wrestling yeah like um some of them were like cool with it. they were like oh this is really cool and stuff but yeah you there was more that was saying how sad it was and obviously taking the mix saying it's fake like oh can you pick me up for a body slam or can you give me a spear and all stuff and like mm. you're still getting it now as well and it does my head in especially as being a girl I think people not obviously everyone but they look at you more as in um you're not you know more into like they can imitate imi kind of speak imitate you more and stuff so yeah they don't really take it as serious mm. yeah so you know, I, it's just me. I thought it was just people being jealous that they aren't, you know, doing something when, with them and, like, getting a career or anything. So that's just jealousy, really. Well, you've gone to Australia, met Charlotte Flair. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? You, you, you've gone so far already. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was hoping to do more this year or last year, but obviously that was on hold. So I'm hoping 2021 will be different, but... We'll see. <laughs> um, how, how do you feel like the women wrestling has progressed throughout the years? Because it ha it's had such a change in mm. a short amount of time. Yeah, I think it's just great. Like, there's more um, women... Uh, well, more women... I, can't, I don't know, I can't speak. But more like women <laughs> companies out there as well that you can wrestle for. Um, so it, it's great. It is great. Um, we're being taken more serious now, not the sex appeal of the show, mm. you know. Um, yeah, I just think that's just amazing. It is amazing. Um, is there any other countries you would like to wrestle in? Oh, yeah, tons. Like, I, was, I would love to go back to Australia, but, like, do more like Sydney and stuff like that. Um, America would obviously be another thing, but Japan, I would love to do, like go to Japan and do their style of wrestling. I think that like, I'll mm. really fit in with there. Cause I know they like their hard hitting girls and their big girls and stuff. So yeah, I think Japan would be like my main, my main goal. I was gonna say, is that like your aim to kind of get to, you know, Japan? Mm. I don't know. But yeah, my aim is to get there, but 
I feel like I've still got a lot more more to do around like the circuit and more train like more more to learn so I feel like it doesn't matter how long you're in the business uh you're constantly learning all the time as well yeah so yeah I do feel like a bit more years and then fingers crossed and go Japan I think wrestling seems to change as well done it for the decades of like how it how it's um what's the word like how it's performed as mm. totally changes as, as it goes on so yeah so was, and, um i feel like now as well with covid like how wwe are doing it with the screens and stuff and like before when we done hard times we had like no one so it was just to the cameras like um i'm hoping that's not how wrestling is going to carry on you know with the screens and stuff but um but because of that, that's just showing like how different we have to perform. Because instead of performing mm. to a crowd now, we're performing to a camera, you know. So, yeah. Is that, quite, is that quite difficult to do? Or was it, again, was it uh, when you start doing it, you kind of get used to it? Um, I think it can be. Like, I think it, with hard times, it was more awkward to show out because there's not a crowd there to react to it. Um, but then when you actually start wrestling, it's not too bad. And like, cause you can hear the commentary team going off as well, like to make some noise. It's, it's not as mm. bad, um, but yes, yeah, just to remember to, if you're doing a big move to try and show out to the camera instead of showing out to just whoever's there really. Yeah. But yeah. What, um, what advice would you give if, if you know, a, a young girl wants to get into wrestling but is not sure how to get into it, how to go about it? Um, my advice is, I don't know. I don't know, just go in there, um, you know, ears open, mouth shut is the best attitude to have. Um, you know, uh, embrace who you are as well. Don't try and feel like, like if you're a bigger girl, you can't act like a bigger girl you have to act like a smaller girl or if you're a smaller girl you feel like you can't you know just embrace who you are and um enjoy the experience as well what it is like don't go in there straight away thinking you're gonna get to the top or straight away thinking you're gonna get all the spots and stuff like work for um train you know do what you can what you feel like is is right in the moment as well and yeah i, I would more say going with an open mind more don't yeah. Um, yeah don't just think like you've watched wrestling or something so don't automatically think you know oh i watched john cena so i want to do john cena stuff and you know things like that so yeah, yeah just just going with an open mind and yeah i don't think people realize how much training and stuff you actually do behind you know the the, the, the curtain mm. yeah because um, we have a training school on the well it used to be advanced on the first weekend of every month and then beginners on third but uh, since we moved into our performance center we've done a um, we did do it once where because we obviously missed so much training due to obviously lockdown and that we had the beginners join us for advanced training and then we joined them on the beginners and then Zach okay. just said like do you guys enjoy this better like you know so we all actually get to know each other more because um, before the advanced and the beginners would be like, you know, two different groups. So when you're a uh, beginner joining up to advance, you know, people wouldn't know really who you are. So you kind of feel more left out and stuff, you know, and not part of the group and stuff. But we're all together. 
you know we're all on the same level and we're all trying to better like everyone else to you know get up the levels if they're like you know it's just much better and obviously we get more training so instead of getting one train in school every month we get two now Mm -hmm. but um obviously the gym's open as well for us to come down whenever we want we have to just book it in with michael mann but um i would normally be down i think like tuesdays and thursdays i'd normally be down the gym with um callum and ryan or callum known as keegan and ryan is ryan richards so yeah i'll be down with them a lot and the battle cats and all them mr hayward all of them (laughs) (laughs) um Talk about moves. How did you come up with like your signature moves and your finishing moves? Um, well, when I went from Luminous, like with Luminous, she didn't really have like anything. But when I went from her to Lay Release, I was originally brought under like Sammy Baines as like, like you know, second in command or whatever. I was like brought under her. So um, her finishing move was a spear. So then um, my like um one of the coaches said to do a spear maybe as a finish to kind of be like you know tribute to her so then that's how the spear came and then the double power bomb which i can't actually remember i know it's probably bad i can't remember who suggested the double power bomb but i know we were just doing the single ones and um i like i, I think i was doing it on karama and because she's like at the time she was smaller and that one's what she is I like picked her up again and then they were like oh you can do the double one so then that's kind of how the double one came and then with submissions like the octopus stretch because I do the Russian leg sweep and then our um coach Jason Cross he showed me the octopus stretch from that so I started doing that from the Russian um and then I've got another one I've got quite a few finishes um I've got the girdle as well which is what um Julia made up herself where you just wrap them around your waist so you've got them in a full nelson and then you step around it so their head's here and then you wrap their legs around your left side and then you try and push pull them together mm-hmm. so that they're wrapped around you like a ring or like a girdle so like julia made that up like one time when she was just messing around in the ring and then like we were doing it in just a uh, bellatrix training school and then i'd done it and julia's like that looks really good keep it so I wanted to be doing that one more because that one is more unique mm. and different. So it's pretty good, that. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a moment where you don't, this, somebody says a move and you don't know what the move is? Or has that uh, never really yes. happened? No, Once that has happened. That moment. <laughs> um, so, like, because we're obviously British trains, like, you know, so we know, we know sometimes, like, both of them where it's the American term and the British term there's some moves where I literally have no idea and then they'll explain it or they'll show it to me on their phone and I'm like oh yeah I know what that is um mm. but there's been times where not like you know someone's gone for a move where I feel like it's going to be something else but then it's not so um when I had my match with Destiny on the rounds Robins I thought she was going to give me a suplex so I jumped for it, but then she done a DDT. So I was just like, oh, I just creamed myself. <laughs> so that wasn't fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it does happen quite a bit with names because there are so many different names for moves. But normally you just ask and be like, yeah, I have no idea what you're on about. So yeah. <laughs> As well with like, is there times where you can't hear what they're saying and you just got to mm-hmm. kind of guess yeah. what they've said? Yeah, there's there's been that times as well in the ring and 
some people will be fine with it. They're just like, they'll say afterwards, oh, I meant this, not this, but it's fine. And then some people can get really annoyed with you um, because of it. But I've not, I've not come across people like that, thank God. So it, it, you normally just laugh it off like, oh, sorry, I thought you meant this instead of that, as long as obviously they're safe. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they wear a mask as well, like, that can be quite hard to hear. You said you like um, staying clean because of face pain. Have you ever thought of having face pain? Um, well, when I done the classic UK show, because it was Halloween, I dressed up as like half skeleton and stuff. So I done my face half skeleton. And um, I, I was kind of like, and now I thought that's pretty cool. But um, mm. and it didn't smudge too much, which I was pleased with because I was worried if it would smudge, like get paint <laughs> on the canvas and then like have Rick, like, oh, you got paint on the canvas or something. <laughs> um, but I don't think I would have a full face, you know, done. I would probably do the half or maybe a quarter or something if I was to, um, mm. just as well, because your face feels quite stiff as well when you got like face paint on. So I wouldn't really want that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I would for layer release but if i'd done like another gimmick then maybe i would use face paint yeah what do you think um the future holds for layer release in this year and the next few years um well i'm hoping this year we'll actually do some wrestling so <laughs> yeah there's that yeah yeah but um like i can drive now and stuff i'm saving to get a car and that so hopefully the years to come i'll be able to travel more around mm -hmm. and just get my name out there really like yeah. you know my like the biggest dream is to get to a big place like you know wwe AEW, or japan and stuff but if i can just travel around wrestling every weekend then i'll be happy with that you know just doing what i love yeah. we're, we're from blackpool which obviously is a, a big wrestling town mm. and we just love this like you know the indie scene and the british wrestling we want to bring it back, you know. I fully want to see, you know, wrestling on ITV, BBC, you know, um, yeah. on a regular basis. Like Zach did with um, Stepping to the Ring. I think it's, mm -hmm. it's becoming mainstream again, um, mm. which I think is a good thing. I think. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a good thing. Like um, when they were doing the Stepping to the Ring, I was there when they were recording it all and stuff. And um like, they did record me doing some bits, but obviously they didn't like it, so I was like, all right then, but I feel like <laughs> did. Um, but watching it back, it was great. Like, yeah. I'm hoping we'll be able to do another season, because that would be cool. Like, seeing more people's stories as well of the wrestling, because there are there's so many stories of people's, like, lives and stuff. Yeah. I said and to Zach, uh, I'm surprised Netflix hasn't picked you up and done, like, a Netflix <laughs> original kind of series. Ah, uh, that would be great. Yeah. Would, yeah. Yeah, because like with a step in the ring with Marcus, um, like my brother's really good friends with Marcus because uh, my brother's got Asperger's as well. Okay. So um, like, yeah, when Marcus came, because um, before my brother, there was like my brother and it was Damo, there wasn't that many people with like learning disabilities or disabilities at the time um, in WAW. Like we had James as well in that. And um, but then my brother, he got in the newspapers for being like, for having Asperger's and stuff. And um because uh, he does wrestling and refereeing um he does more the wrestling now though but um then yeah marcus was saying like how we, who we said to brandon he saw it in the newspaper and saw brandon was doing it and then that kind of gave him like the confidence to go for it as well and then 
yeah, when then Marcus started and then Brand and him have been really close. So it was nice to see like Marcus on the step into the ring and like you know yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think at least everyone's story on that was really good. But I think like wrestlers in general, everyone seems to have a different story of how they got into mm. wrestling. I always find that quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I normally meet a wrestler, my first question will be like, how do you get into wrestling? Because it is really interesting to see what some people get into on by accident. Some people get into it because they love wrestling. It's just like all different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we hope to see more of you, um, hopefully, wrestling this year. Yes, fingers crossed. I hope so. Um, do you have any a final question, John? Uh, who's the most famous wrestler you've met? It's, apart from, obviously, the Knights. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, because I've met, like, Scott from when he's been down and um, when I was younger I've like sat on uh, Yokozuna's lap like and stuff like that and um, who's been the best as well I probably should have asked oh I don't know I don't know <laughs> like who's been the I worst who's <laughs> been the worst um, I don't I don't think there's been a worst to say like it's more just the high how are you sort of thing i'd say scott hall though for probably the best because we had him around so much as well and mm. like he did try to get to know like people you know individually as best as he could like even though he's busy and stuff um and he was just really cool and that so yeah mm. it must be because like that must be because of the respect like the nate family has and with british wrestling abroad Mm. Like, everyone that comes in must be, like, quite happy to be there. Yeah, like, yeah, every time we have, like, so we used to have epic shows um, called mm. Epic Encounters and stuff, and we would obviously bring in loads of imports, and they'd always be, seem happy to be there, and, you know, the atmosphere in the locker rooms was always nice, and a laugh and stuff, and then you'd have, like, the after parties afterwards so everyone get drunk, so, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's been an absolute pleasure to, to talk to you and kind of get, you know, the your experiences, um, especially because, you know, you're um, an upcoming wrestler. And I, I think, especially with, with WAW, they're going up and up. And I really think that, you know, the wrestlers that they're training are going to be, are going to be something. Yeah, definitely. Um it's been nice to be on here as well, so thank you for that. And hopefully, I'll look back in years to come and be like, "Oh, that's when it all started." <laughs> like you know, having my first interview, yeah. And everything. So yeah, so fingers crossed yeah. for WW as well because I can really see it taking off for us a lot. Mm. I'll put yeah, um, your your TikTok details on uh, <laughs> our social media as well. Yes, to and Instagram you, you followers and as well. Us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll put them on all for you. Yeah. Awesome. Well. I'll do some more yeah. TikTok. Thank you. Okay. So we've been talking to Leo Lees from WAW. Um, thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you all again soon. Bye. Bye.